everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, near or far, high or low, you're listening to the Coach D podcast and it's been an absolute journey, man. We are approaching, unfortunately, the uh, final two episodes of The Last Dance. This is part five with myself and Sean reviewing episodes nine and ten and I'm going to absolutely take my time with this final episode of the last dance now for those who don't know um the first scenes the first opening scene which i absolutely loved was um the introduction of reggie miller now before i even get into this scene i would um see i think a lot like now like you would you would see the your kenny smiths your charles barkley shacks um you know you would you would see these former greats in the nba now becoming the commentators and reggie miller was one of them who um at the time when i was introduced to him um ray ray allen was being compared to him in terms of being that spot up shooter um I, there was that spike lee reggie miller battle so it, it was it was nice to see a little intro into you know what reggie was like at the time you know how he you know called mj the black jesus which i thought was quite funny but um being that shooter and the paces being a stacked team so for for those who don't know because i'm still learning on reggie miller could you just talk about sean what that series was like and and the importance and why reggie miller was considered that guy during that time oh man man in the 90s reggie killer miller yeah reggie he was the killer free, miller. He, he had an awkward three-point shot but he couldn't be stopped Okay. He stopped. He re- he ran around, screamed, shoot that ball. He was uh, he was like like they just say like like they like they said that like, it, it was a shame he played when Jordan was playing because Jordan stopped him. But right. man, man, he was he was he was that dude. You know, it weren't just against like like you think he's just against Chicago. He had legendary battles against New York. They've done mm. a thirty for thirty pro yeah doc- mini documentary thirty for thirty. Or just Reggie Miller, what he did against New York. I think okay. he scored like nine points in under six seconds. Yeesh. Okay. Yeah, to win the game, yeah. Shot a free, stole a ball, stepped outside bound, shot a next free, stole a ball again, stepped, jumped behind a three-point line, shot a oh, next free. Those type of yeah. things. Okay. There were people there were people who was watching the game and the Pacers was losing. Yeah, and they was like, ah, oh, the Pacers lost that game. And then when they when they turned around and was like, oh yeah, did you see the, the Pacers in the next play? Yeah, 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 next one. No, Reggie came. They couldn't believe. People ran home to watch the, the replay of the game. Wow. There's people that left the arena thinking that their team had won. That's how bad it is. You know when your team's blowing out and your Knicks? Yeah, your, you your, just... It doesn't matter what team you're on. And you're like, oh, let's leave early, get ahead of the traffic. People right, like right, right. You're getting home thinking that, yeah, we won. That's the next win in the bag. By the time they got home, boom. They had lost. That's crazy. So, you know, Reggie was that dude. And as it showed in that clip, Reggie was fearless. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Fearless. Even though you heard the respect that he had for Jordan and, you know, da-da-da-da, but he couldn't wait to battle against him. So, so. I bet. And that Indiana, that Indiana team was a squad. That's why he said they had them They had them Davis boys, Antonio yep. Davis and um, Dale Davis, Rick Smith, as he called him, the Dunkin' Dutchman. They had... um. Who's the Aaron McKee, Reggie Miller, 
a young Jalen Rose. They had a squad. They had a squad because that team that lost the Eastern Conference Finals to Bulls, even though they said like that was their best year, a couple years later they went to the finals. Yeah, against Lakers and them. So that's that. That Ooh. shows you that level of that. Yeah, yeah. They didn't win, but that, that, so that team, that finals was epic. Epic. Oh wow. Because because remember, I remember we was talking like um in the previous podcast about the nineties and what it was like to like have like you had certain star players and yes. role players at right. that time in the nineties. You were more under Phoenix, Charles Barkley, Houston, Akeem Olajuwon, New York, Patrick Ewing. Chicago, Jordan. This is okay. at the time. If you didn't get that level, you understand. Spurs, right. David Robinson. So each team had their superstar, their one. It wasn't how it is now. Do you understand? It mm-hmm. wasn't how it is now. So back then, that's what you wanted to see because it was Jordan versus Reggie. It was that matchup. Yes, you had other matchups within it, but that's the matchup: shooting guard versus shooting guard. Right. That's why you heard me previously talk why I'm so upset when they didn't highlight the. Drexler versus Jordan because at that point of time that was one two best shooting guards in the league you want to see them go oh, to hell. Jeez, of course, of course there you go right so so that that finals was serious that finals was serious like like um watching Jordan over the years I didn't like obviously he's not you know Jordan's Jordan I acknowledge how great he was but right. at the same time like they were, at that time a lot of people just you know riding Jordan like 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 oh my gosh and I was um, there was like it was a conflict of like you when I'm watching it basketball right sorry when I'm watching basketball you had Jordan fans Mm -hmm. but I was an NBA fan do you see the difference if you're a Jordan fan everything's Jordan 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 Jordan, Jordan, Chicago you're an NBA fan yes I'm a Spurs fan and I appreciate Jordan but I want to know who Magic is who Larry is do you understand I want to know who Patrick is Akeem Lohajan is do you understand Dominic Walkins I want to know these I'm a fan of the NBA as well as I have a team within the NBA where they were just Jordan 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 if you get what I'm saying completely but 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 completely but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, At man. that time, though, Reggie and versus it, it was it was that that I, like I said at that time I didn't think Jordan would lose. I had respect for him, but seeing him win and win and then seeing that team take them to seven, wow, wow. And then at that time, like like I said with the NBA, like England was you're more likely guaranteed to get all of the finals. And maybe one or two games of the Eastern Conference Finals in the West. You're guaranteed to get all the finals if they're showing it on on um, TV. But because of uh, the layer when they showed games, they'll show it maybe weekends. Games go on during the week. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. So, so you never get the whole series. Oh, now it's different. Now they will play the whole series, or you have NBA League Pass, you can see the whole series. But back then, you'd get maybe five game, four, no, three games of the Western Eastern Conference Finals, depending on how long it was as well. If it's a okay. seven-game series, then you get you might get a few more games to see. But if it's a short series, you might see game one. And by the time it come around now, it's game four, and that series is done. You've missed in between. It's because they're showing it weekends. But finals, Do- you would see it all. So Eastern Conference, that Eastern Conference, I didn't see every single game to see it go game seven, if you get what I'm saying. So do you know why... Um. I'm not sure if I've asked this in the previous podcast, but um, why do you know the reason why it's like nowadays now we play the extra game, like a game could go to a game seven? Was there a logistics reason behind that or they just oh, change oh. with the times? 
No, I think when it when it came to um, Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, yeah, um, it's always been a game seven, but the rounds before that were five. Oh, it's before. But, okay, I see. Yeah, I see, I but see. they they extended it TV and money, innit? Oh, okay. Yes, yes, it's, it's, it's crowd and, and TV, we got more to watch it because the playoffs is like a month now, it's longer, but before it was shorter. It would, right. you know, with that, it's just like, um, it's, it's, it was only a couple of years that I didn't realise, like, you know you have timeouts, right? In yes. the game. Each team have a certain amount of timeouts. Yeah. Refs have timeouts as well, you know that? Yeah, officials timeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Official yeah. timeout, and then you go to adverts. You know what yes. I'm saying? So that's official yeah. timeouts. Is literally you can call it official timeouts if you want. Yes. But I'm gonna call it advert timeouts. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because right. you don't get official timeouts, and we stay and we just watch official timeout. No, yeah. it goes straight to advert instantly. It's straight. But that's away. what they call it, right? So it's all TV money. I just watch. You just. It's like the love of the game is only like you're watching it and then. Years later, like, oh yeah, like, like, I remember, like, like I said, that arc underneath where you take a charge. I remember watching NBA and they weren't there. Now I can't, it's hard for you to remember what it's like. I remember, like, you see old clips, you're like, oh yeah, where is it? Because <laughs> right. you get so used to it being there. You it. No, it's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so true. Because even the three point line wasn't even introduced until a few years later. And just seeing way back when, when they used to play in like college and the NBA, there was no three point line. That just blew my mind. And even to the point where, like, um, it's interesting because as a coach, I'm starting to learn even more details about what is considered a travel, what's considered a carry. And from a ref standpoint, there's mm. that gray, there's that gray area. And there was making some notes in terms of certain players uh, way back when in the NBA, where you strictly had to keep your hand on top of the basketball. You was limited so much. But obviously now there's that gray area because I mean everyone knows. If you dribble in the ball and you put your hand underneath it, then that's an obvious carry. But there's that gray area where you look at like the Kyries, the Kembers, they kind of manipulate the ball where there's that gray area, which was quite interesting to know as well. You see, with Kyrie and them, I think with them, why it makes it great, their ball movements and how they move. Like if me and you were just dribbling up the ball and we put our hand underneath, Straight away. With them, they're going to cross over. Yeah. Yeah, cross you over, spin, then do it, spin back. So. It's all one move. Yes. So what's the ref gonna do? Break exactly. up his crossover move. Exactly. And his flow. No, 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 no. Exactly. No, no, no. It's true. So yeah, yeah. It's true because yeah, I know yeah. there was a bit of a gripe. I was um, listening to a podcast. This was a couple of months back. Um, what first of all, shout out to um the No Chill podcast man, Gilbert Arenas, absolute legend man. He just he just keeps it one hundred. He had oh, he had um, Gilbert and um, yeah. Nick Young. Yes, but it's, it's usually Gilbert, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yes, and, and Swaggy P as he likes right. to be called. Yeah, right. I, I, I've, I've catched a couple of that no chill. Yeah, for real. He had Carry um, on, he had um Kevin Durant on the podcast, and there was that um comment in terms of um what is does Harden travel? And Kevin Durant was like, well, he's just gonna specifically highlight the step back. Like, it's not like he's doing a move and he's getting the advantage. He's doing a step no. back and putting up an even more tougher shot. So as yes, a ref, yes. are you really gonna, if it was an obvious travel, the fact that he's not gaining any advantage, he's actually taking a step back, making a tougher shot. And if he makes, you have to just say hats off to him because it, 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 it takes huge skill. And I know there's some people that want to play it by the book, but we can get into that into no. another podcast, but I mean that that was a valid point that I I feel that Kevin Durant made really. It, that is a valid point, but I my problem was 
when he started to do the step back, I never, I just thought, I just always saw that it was like, ooh, nasty. Because right. he stepped back away and shot. It was, my problem was that the traveling calls was before he started to do the step back. Yes. He added that to his game maybe two, three years ago or two years ago. Right, it was right. before that when he used to go to the lane and dribble, it, it seemed like he was taking 18 steps when <laughs> right. he was holding the ball. Right. That's where it seemed like, and dribble, dribble, cross through his leg, dribble, dribble, and it just seemed like he was taking, that's not so bad. The dribble, dribble, step back free. Because when you're dribbling between your legs, he could do it a million one times. He's not doing nothing. Right. He, he, you understand? He just right. dribbled through his legs. Right. Uh, you know, so that's not bad. And the step back, boom, cool. But it was before when he used to dribble, then he used to take a step, and then you seem like you take five steps. Like mm. a man will foul him, and then you take eight, nine steps, and you're like, oh, come on, James. Come yeah. Like they said, that, that's the great area within it. Nothing yeah. you can really do. And he's a superstar, and you know how the league goes. Yeah. Superstars get the calls. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Superstars it's true. get the calls. It's true. I think that's, that's one thing that I kind of miss i'm saying it like i was watching the 90s basketball but I'm, i mean just bringing it back to uh the little altercation between uh reggie and um mj the fact that you could get physical and the rest back then would would kind of mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was like it's so different at times because i remember uh, but it was nothing crazy he just did like a little flex and the referee called a technical and i'm just like come on man i mean he's taunting but he's not like you you have to i think it's it's just down to the rest kind of making that call and really feeling the game out because I, I understand from a rest standpoint you want to nip it in the bud now so things don't escalate which is fair however at the same time it's a part of sport just to flex your muscles a little bit you know just to say like i'm not gonna go down and like you know something because back then oh that finals with the um sorry not, not the fans but to see that level of aggression and the fact that they're gonna back it up with playing at the highest level and knocking down key shots and stuff like that that's what makes the fans go crazy it it builds the series up and it makes it an absolute spectacle to watch as a spectator yes it does it does but um it's it's sort of 50 50 because it's a mandate from the league's office down to the refs and then it's refs discretion Mm -hmm. do you understand so it's at above because i've seen like um lebron get a technical yeah, and I, and then I remember from watching it, and then like, wow, oh, why did you get you know, wow, why, wow, what happened? Right. So then you know, you know they replay it. So we, you know, when they replay it, sometimes they do it on purpose. They replay and they're talking, but the audience can read what LeBron and LeBron, LeBron's like. I'm not, I'm not. Don't talk to me like I'm your child. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, so okay. therefore, therefore, the, LeBron went to talk to him. Yeah, and the ref was like, move, shush. <laughs> you see, you understand how refs can talk to certain right, players. Yeah, yeah, so to us, it looks face, like man. it looks like yeah, right. So to us, it looks like the player's kicking off. But the ref went to him, "Shut up, Lebron. Right. Right. Who are you talking to? Right. Not your child. Do you understand?" Right. And most of the time, it's like that because refs and players, you know, you know, the, the language of all sports. It's not just NBA. All sports. It's mm. the swearing's involved. That's how it goes. Right? right. Right. I'm not condoning it. It's the language of sports. Right. 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 So the refs hear this. So. The rest will, when the player will come and talk and he'll be like, wow, that's not a beat. You'll find the ref like, who are you chatting to? You know, you know, you know, lower your tone and walk away from me. <laughs> right. <laughs> who are you talking to? No man talks to me like that. Right. He's going to just ask you a question. No, right. no, lower your tone and walk away. Mm-hmm. And last time I'm telling you, behave yourself. And you're like, hold on, wait, wait. I'm a grown man with family, wives and kids. Right. And this man's telling me, and yet you know, and especially when you know you have been fouled, and da 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 da, yeah, keeps happening. Yeah. So there's, 
there's always circumstances what build up to it but at the same time you're right, right. I prefer how it was a bit more relaxed you know mm. more, more 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 it was a more physical game back then right more, that, that NBA no boys allowed stand for something stand mm-hmm. for something back then mm-hmm. but the league's changed you know the league don't want it to be put it this way the league don't want it to be like that because it's not easy marketable like that you want it to there be up go. and down free that's point, the main thing you know, right and that and that's what it's all about but while you're by doing that it's sort of like um you know when you hear certain artists like ah. Oh, Oh, I don't want to go mainstream because they want to lose credibility. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what you're seeing. Right. What you're missing. Right. You're missing that physical, that 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 challenge. Now we're more commercial now. You know the three point shot. It's like back in the day, your hand was part of the ball. So mm. if, if the hand was in your ball and I slap the hell out of your hand, whether it was on top on the side, had no, your fingers, nothing doesn't matter. Your hand was part. Nowadays you do that foul. Right. That what? Your right. hand used to be part of the ball growing up. That was that was it. Once you could see it, you could slap it whether that hand was there or not. Because you would hear if a thing, if a player jammed his finger, yeah, you'd go after it. Mm-hmm. You'd hear, you'd hear older players go after it because you want to test to see if his fingers jammed. If he's playing, you're going to slap that. Just exactly. like if he's playing and his knees bother him or his ankle, all right, test him. Send him to his right. Right. Send him to his left. Right. Cross over him. See how good you're going to tell you. You could play. Right, let's see how good he can play. Let's see if he's really in pain. You've mm-hmm. got to test him. Don't give him that. If he can play and he's in pain, don't be like, oh, take it. No, no. He's the weak link. Go for it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. the NBA slightly changed with that. It's, it it gets like that. That's why people, you. that's why you hear um, most um, old timers, if they would say old timers or, or legends in the NBA or previous players say, it, the real season begins in the playoffs because in the playoffs it gets a lot more physical. Definitely. You get me? And these ticky tacky fouls don't get caught. Right. Right. Yeah? You get what I'm saying? Right. So so that, that and, and they're used to that. And remember, back then, if that was like that, the playoffs was even more physical. Mm-hmm. So but they're just used to it being like that. Like there's certain times I've watched NBA games and you see family like, that's not even a foul, man. Yeah, man, that was a little oh, hard, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, come on, come on. Or or like you said, like a man will, a man's playing against a guy now, and a guy dunks on him. He's been, you know, he blocked his previous two shots. Now he dunks and he hollers, right. or he hangs on the ring. He gets a tech for that. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. No, yeah. no, 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 no. These yeah. are men, and and these men are right now. They're playing off beer. Testosterone levels is flying around the mm-hmm. high. And ego. You gotta let them breathe. Let yeah, them breathe. a little bit, man. Yeah, a little for bit. Real. You know, let them celebrate and holler. There's certain coaches that don't like their players doing that, but there's certain players that like doing, you know. That's mm-hmm. part of them. You right. see when LeBron dunks, he hollers up. He don't he don't just shout and look. Certain time he gives opponent a look and then runs off, but he don't get much technicals. He don't holler at man and da-da-da. You can't point, you can't holler. You, you literally can't do nothing. Right. I think it's ridiculous now. It's ridiculous. Right. You can, but you have to do it. Like if you dunk, spin around and holler running back up, like, and run back up the court. Yeah, it's cool. But you can't dunk and holler and look at a man. Tech. Yeah, that's an immediate... Oh, even if man. even if this guy was saying to you, you can't go to the hole, even if you had your mum, your dad, and your brother and sister helping you, and you just then dunk on him, you can't then tell you can't tell him nothing, even though he just said that to <laughs> he you. Just said, yeah. he said, you're right, you understand how ridiculous this is. It's like yeah. you know, and and like like yes, it's the NBA and it's a fraternity, yeah. That's just like if you're at work, wherever workplace you're working, police station, fire station, fire brigade, doesn't matter where you work. Yes, it's a fraternity, but not everybody's great friends. You might yeah. get along, but not everyone's great friends. That's real. So you're going to have things where certain people you don't like, but you're going to compete against. So you're going to have that friction. Like, I love Westbrook's attitude. Right. Westbrook plays like he's still in the 90s. 
Oh, hell, yeah, definitely. Right? I, I, I think you yeah. have a problem with it. Because he plays yeah. like his, he goes 100% all the time. All and the time. And ruthless aggression. All the time. Like, if, if you ain't on his team, he ain't your friend. Even mm-hmm. if he knows you, he right. ain't your friend. Right. Where right. Th- nowadays it's different, isn't it? So, yeah. And it's, it's, it's that double-edged sword. This one and done and this younger. We were talking about it before with this no veterans in the league bare young kids so yeah, they grow no up guidance. Yeah, remember yeah. all these kids who are coming even though they're getting drafted here there and everywhere remember I told you about um, who's it um, D'Lo um, Carl Anthony Towns mm-hmm. and, and, and Booker 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 I'm um, Devin Booker they're close they all yeah. played on AU played in the summer hang around so by the time you get even though you get drafted to different cities you're still cool like that you're just millionaires in different cities cool like that right and in the summer, you still hang out. You go on your party trips. You go here. Da, 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 da. When you go to each other's town, so say when D'Lo, when he was with Golden State and he came to Minnesota now, yeah? When everyone's going to their hotel, he ain't. He's right. going to town's house. You understand? Right, He's exactly. Town's. And that's the rest. We just don't hear of it, but that's that's majority of the league. If, if Harden's friends with, say, at the time when Kobe was alive and their friend, and he comes to let Kobe, like, yeah, yeah, come around. Mm. If Kobe was like that, I've got a barbecue. Come around, cool. Da, 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 da. You understand what I'm saying? Right, you might right. be in town for three days. Sometimes you play in that city, say Friday, but your next game ain't until Tuesday. So you okay. might stay the next two. You might stay the new you two days in Miami. Right. You, depending on what city it is, you understand? And then you stay at people's friends' house and da, da. So, but with that now, it's way more than that. It was in the 90s. No, no, no. That one yeah, there was none of that at all. No, 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 no. Not, not so, not, no, no, no. You had only the elites. Have you noticed, like, more of the elites knew each other than the others because elites would meet each other on the all-star game and 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 get talked about and be battling and then they'd earn that respect for each other when the others wouldn't get that as much right so right. yeah it's, it's, it's completely true. completely different now you got all the young everyone's buddy buddy everyone you know like when i used to hear oh yeah you do a year in college you're gonna go to nba i'm like one and done a year. Well, oh, that's not bad. If that was me, I could do a year. And then I, and I find out college is like 30 games. So you do like four months. <laughs> yeah, when you break like Four months. Yeah. Four yeah. months. And then you're in the NBA. Mm. I'm like, what? Mm. What? Not yeah. even a whole year? Yeah. I thought it was literally year, year, year. No, no, no. Four months? Is that it? So by the time you come in, they're kids. Kids, kids, kids. And if you're a lottery pick and you're going to college, I don't care what college you go to, you ain't going to no lessons. You get your degree later. You're going to get yeah. that back. You're going to get that back. That's true. Literally. That's true. That was surprising to hear. I think uh, I was watching yeah. the Ben Simmons little vlog and I think he said, um, I, I can't remember verbatim what he said, but he was saying how like he didn't really focus much on school because he knew he was going to get drafted and stuff. So yeah. that was the main thing. He just bored out on the court. So... Yeah, that's what you got to do is ball out on the court. Make sure you don't get injured. Yeah, hopefully your draft, your draft stop don't drop. Remember, and I remember back in the day in the NBA, yeah, draft used to be ridiculous. Like um, I'm talking about rookie contracts. Like um, I remember like when Glenn Robinson came out. You know, he held out because he wanted a contract. Players, you, you're talking about Pippen not getting paid. These are rookies. Yeah, and Glenn Robinson wanted a hundred million as a rookie coming out. He went play not unless he got any money. He got like 73 million, 10 years. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, these are rookies. Rookies coming out were getting big contracts, so they put that salary cap in fast. So now, now rookies come out. They sign a nice, don't get me wrong, like Zion's on, I think, 20 million or 25 million for, for three years. And, and then you'll get that chance. 
Dumb and his endorsements. So, yeah, so he's still getting paid. He'll get paid more than like you know the others. There's certain veterans he's gonna get paid more for. But five million straight away is nice. Yeah. Before your first contract, and your first contract's gonna be that biggest contract that that same team can offer you. The 120 million, the, the, the 150 million. That's his first. He's still got two more contracts to get where he mm. can get max money. Right. Max money. So by the time right. his career's over, so yeah, so it's all change. All change. All yeah. change. I the, think the league has just gone younger. One of my favorite moments in this episode, and and it kind of threw me through a loop because it was beautiful. Because you had uh the paces call a timeout. Yeah. And Reggie knows that he's going to get the ball and he makes a clutch three from an inbounds play. The crowd is going hysterical. Like, even Reggie's got his both hands up, fists in the air, like, we've mm-hmm. got this in the bag. And then here's the camera pan straight to Larry's face. No expression. He just got that poker face on and he's like, no, because on the other side of that court is MJ. And there's time on the clock. So they're going to call a tower, even though MJ missed it. What I found absolutely amazing was that not even as a coach during that time of the NBA, your clutch player makes a big three and you don't even get a chance to go, okay, like this should be ours. Literally, Larry was like, no, I've played against him. I've seen him time and time again. And there's time on the clock. Ain't no way I'm going to be celebrating until we've actually got it in the bag. I thought that moment was so special, man. So special. Yes, yes, it was. It was, it was. You could see Reggie was like, no, I mean, I'm sorry, Larry. Larry's face was like, literally like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Right. It's not over. No <laughs> right. way. I know what this guy's done. He scored 63 on me. I've seen him at work. Yeah. And remember, Larry saw him score 63 raw. Raw, yeah. Raw. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, nothing but just, 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 just explosiveness of talent. This is a guy who knows his craft now. Mm-hmm. So, so he was definitely scared. You saw that look. And you know what I liked about that little show, that little play, like, like, um, you know how people could question Jordan, like, oh, he pushed off on Brian Russell. People said that about Reggie. Jordan didn't okay. say a word, Did- and I love that. Jordan never said. Jordan go, oh yeah, he pushed Talk off. Talk about it. He That's didn't a say a good word. Point. He, he didn't say nothing. He said that he didn't push off Byron, but he didn't say that. Oh, Reggie pushed me off. He didn't say a word. This is he true. He accepted it. He accepted it. This is true. I remember. I remember that game. I didn't see, but I remember seeing the last bit of it and the highlight and Reggie dancing around like that. And I remember being mad that I didn't get to see that game. Mm. Remember, just, because um, I was a guy like um, even back in the Channel Four show, have a used to annoy me. Channel Four, Channel 4 used to have a uh, magazine show on Saturday that okay. shows you everything around the league. Yeah, which one was pretty good. Which was pretty good. It was pretty good. Right. And then on 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 Wednesdays, it was Under the Moon. They show you the game of the week, okay. which I loved. It was a tape game. Yeah, but I loved it. I don't care if it went live. I'm getting NBA, so I loved it. Don't give a damn. Right. And then on Sunday. Sunday was the worst though. Sunday, they would have um, the game of the weekend, but they would show the game in 45 minutes. And that's with adverts. So half an hour. How can you show a game in half an hour? So you see, the f- you, you see two minutes of the first quarter, then Jeez, you're in the second yeah, quarter. Then you're in the third it, quarter. Man, yeah. And in between they're doing this, they're explaining what else is happening in the league. Hated the show. Like, don't get me wrong, I appreciated it. Of you know course, you appreciate time, it, right, but you right. hate it. Yeah. You appreciate it, but I hate it because you're watching it, you're like, as you're getting into the game, boom, 
Okay, we will now return to the game with two minutes left in the third. Well, well, it was ju- it was just the beginning of the second quarter. How's right. it two minutes in the third? You're just hurt. And then that the score is now fifty-seven to um sixty, uh, fifty-seven to forty-five. You're like, oh gosh, whose points is what? Then right. I said, How oh, did that happen? Grant Hill has nineteen and five. Oh, oh what? Last I saw, he scored like five points. As 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 a boss, as an NBA fan, it hurt because mm. these are things you wanted to see. It's of not course. like football. Football, you could. There could be highlights and it could be nil-nil and you watch the highlights and there ain't much nutmeg, there's not much going on. Right. Basketball, there's defence, there's offence, who's scoring, mm. who's shooting, who's missing, who you know, who's not, who's hot, who's not, you right. know, who came off the bench. You know what I'm saying? There's so much. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. My goodness, man. Now, here's the part where um, I... Did I know about... Yes, I did know about it, but I didn't know how it happened and i think i'm gonna say the first time i I, i'm gonna say what i thought the first time of this incident and then kind of when i removed myself from it and i was thinking about it what i came to on my second thought so it came to the scene where um mj's in a hotel with his um teammate and his uh, trainer and mj is hungry and everything is closed down except for a pizza store and um when he orders the pizza five guys come to deliver one pizza i'm gonna stop it there now immediately the way they set this up my first initial thoughts was now nah, something is up why did it take five guys to deliver a pizza and then i was thinking like why on earth i mean i know you're hungry mj but why would you eat that pizza especially when your trainer's like yeah something doesn't feel right about this however now second thoughts of it when I stopped watching it and I was like, well, hold on, let, let, let's think about it from a different standpoint. Five guys, it could have been, because if I get a phone call, I work at a pizza spot and, you know, I have a rough idea of where the balls are staying. Like, I have a rough idea which hotel and someone needs a pizza. It might not be MJ, but it could be. I'm telling my next door neighbor, I'm telling everyone. So it could be a case of myself and a few of my friends are delivering this pizza just in case it is MJ just to see him so I was looking at it from that standpoint but yeah that was a interesting one plus to even like I mean it's just oh man it's 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 crazy when you explain it like that right to me it's many levels right Mm. looking at it right you're in Utah okay okay you're in Utah so that means now if that's the only spot open everything's closed down cool so it's either that's the only spot open or they're closed. Right. The reason why I say that, yeah, because if it's the only spot open, you got two... One of you go and get the pizza. Right. One of you go get the pizza. Simple. Yeah. Go yeah. drive, go get the pizza and come back. That's number one, yeah? So right. I didn't understand that. The second one was, okay, when you order the pizza, they don't know it's for Jordan. Mm. I need a pizza, deliver a pizza, give me my pizza. Right. They don't need to know. Yeah, they don't need to know. Yeah. They're, not, they're not gonna be like, oh hello. Well, if you ain't if we're not delivering, not unless it's to the hotel where Chicago Bulls is staying. They're not gonna say that. I need right. a pizza, their business, money. Go pick up your pizza. Yeah? So that makes me think then, yeah, there's a little line where the pizza place is about to close and you try to order pizza and they're telling you no, no, no. Oh come on man, it's for Michael Jordan. Oh, Hence okay. five people turn up. Turn Other than up, that, it right. don't make no sense. You got two trainers and, and Jordan, yeah? 
Why is not one of you going to get the... Remember, Jordan was sick after. So you didn't need you to stay with him. Mm. I couldn't call. You understand? You didn't need that. <laughs> you're, you're in a hotel, number one. So a hotel will have their own security and whatnot. Two, you're in Utah. Ain't no one running up in there like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're not in the ghetto. Ain't no one running up. No one have a plan for you. We're going to rob you. So there's, two, there's three of you. One, two of you sit down. One person say, all right, soon come. Maybe right. 45, half an hour. I'm going to get the pizza and come back. Right. Simple. And here's the next one, right? Pizza comes. Five people answer. Five, five people are there to deliver, yeah? The trainer sees that. The other guy sees that now, yeah? And they say, yo, Jordan, I'm not eating that. You like an Egypt, Jordan, sit down and eat it by yourself. After no one else wants to eat it. That's a flag. Yeah. I order a pizza. Yeah, everyone's hungry. And no one wants to eat it but me. That alone, I only eat one slice, you know? <laughs> it put me off, it put me off. I'm not craving like that. I'm not craving like that. Yeah, and you can imagine, they said order the pizza. Yeah, sure, sure. They ordered at least five. If I'm MJ and I'm ordering a pizza. Well, I'm, 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 it's me, yeah? I'm ordering a pizza. You hungry? Yeah. You want a pizza? What pizza you want? What pizza right. you want? So when the pizza came, you came with a pepperoni, yeah? Then you came sausage and meat. And then the next one came was, I'm vegetarian. So when Jordan said he ate his whole pizza, he must have ate his whole pizza and maybe a slice of somebody else's. And, and, and the reason why, yes, because there's five of them came, five of them made that pizza. That's what I'm saying. It weren't just one person made that pizza, five of them made, oh, oh we got a big order from Jordan. Five pizzas. Mm. So all at once, they're all making this. But I'm just, this is hypothesizing. Of, of course, of course, of course. It makes yeah, no yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it, 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 and um, okay, I don't know the laws in Utah, and they didn't specify like this is Utah, and everyone knows in Utah after nine o'clock all shops are closed. Right. They didn't say that. They just said, "Oh, pizza was up." That one person should have gone get the pizza. Then they didn't specify saying, "Ah, oh, no place was open," and the only place that was open was about to close, and the only way we could make it stay open by using we had to name check. Mm. No, so why did you phone pizza? Hello, I need a pizza. Yeah, yeah, where is it? Oh, it's at the hotel. It's for Michael Jordan. Who told you to say that? Mm-hmm. If, I, if I'm Jordan, I'm mad. I'm mad as hell. Because there's no way you can order a pizza. And, and furthermore, you order a pizza, right, to a hotel. Hotel lobby can't get my pizza for me. I can't phone hotel lobby and tell them, when the pizza come, yeah, let me know. And my security right. will meet them bring at it. the front to right. pay them so he can bring it up. How 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 is the pizza coming? Yeah, we got a pizza. Where is it? For what room you got? Room sixty nine. You check. That's Jordan. Going up. What? What, what kind of street is that? <laughs> right. Going up. What kind of madness is that? Yeah. Going up. I'm mad as hell. Like that. Right. He's meant to right. at least bail you to say, yeah, pizza's here, and you say, yeah, tell them, wait there, I'm coming down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's there's different levels to look at it. So yeah, it when you analyze it, it don't make sense. But then. Maybe I'm analyzing it a bit too much and you could sympathize it and like the pizza come, five guys deliver it and like you said, one guy made it and like you said, he's on his way. Guess where I'm going? I don't know where. I'm going to deliver a pizza for Jordan, bro. Mm. Don't lie. Let me come, let me come. Yeah, where are you? Along, I'm, right. yeah, I'm on fifth on now. I'll wait for you at 49 Boulevard. Everyone right. waits. Everyone beats up. They all go. Do you understand that? Right. That guy, also innocent, da, 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 come in and da, 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 you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and, and, and it could have just been nothing wrong with, you know where, it's like he said he ordered a pizza right but he didn't specify on the pizza like like there's certain stuff i really don't eat out of shop like prawns don't mess around with prawns and shelf and seafood if it's not you cooking it i don't play around with that stuff that stuff could spoil your belly okay quickly. 
that's me personally. So right, there might right. be something on there that that his belly don't really mess with. Mm-hmm. That he ate on that particular night and it messed him up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like like he could have usually like if he goes to his usual restaurant and has I don't know tuna on his pizza. Yes, you know them and you trust them. This time, even when he was eating it, oh this bit felt a bit soggy, but I'm hungry. I'm gonna eat it anyway. Yeah, right. that'll bubble up in your that, that and cheese that'll bubble up in your belly. Bad. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah. But at the time, right? At the time. When they said that he had, I'm like, no, he ain't sick. <laughs> I didn't believe it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he ain't got the flu. Yeah, right. sure. Are you scoring 38? He ain't got the flu. Yeah. Stop this... holding him, Piffin. Stop holding oh. him. That's what I was like. Yeah, yeah, it ain't real. It ain't real. Yeah, look at him. You don't look sick, flu. I've had the flu. You can't do that. I was real skeptical at the time. This, because <laughs> there was there was so many, because like there was some people saying that he just had a night out and he was using this to cover up. But one thing that, was quite um i don't know if it was impressive or just interesting i'll say was that i mean i would not want to be mj at that point because one if i'm sick and i've got the flu or, or if i if i got food poison i want to be at home where it's quiet i can control my environment to have food poisoning to walk in a stadium yeah. with thousand plus fans screaming it was so loud i saw phil jackson having an earbuds because that's how loud it was and Utah was like that. Utah oh, was like that. Oh my days, man! But I mean, considering hostile, he played not just loud, hostile right, as well. right, and he played forty-four minutes, and as you said, thirty-eight points post food poisoning is like that is that is that is that is insane, insane. Because he had a bit of a sluggish um, first half, which was understandable. Um, even during the timeouts, they were trying to keep him hydrated. He was sweating like crazy, lethargic. And then in the second half, he just blew up, blew up. He 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 just looked like the Jordan of old. It was it was yeah, crazy. Yeah, for him to do that, that, that was amazing for him. Because because anyone who's had food poisoning and have that, you just don't want to do nothing. 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 And when you when he said he had food poisoning, you know those who don't know, food poisoning is not just vomiting, you know. I hope people know that, you know, he's not just vomiting. He had bowel movements. So don't you understand? <laughs> food person goes both ways, yeah? It was vomit. Why do you think he was on an IV drip? He had no fluid. When you have no fluid, it's both ways, yeah? <laughs> Trust me. It's, so this poor guy, <laughs> you're lot, that's cold to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're cold. Oh, this poor guy was, when they say he was on the toilet, People must have thought it was just like, like you know when you a man is drunk and he's on the toilet. Vom- no, 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 yeah. no. He was on the toilet, diarrhea and vomiting in the bath, like that, right. losing all, all flow. Food poisoning is horrible. Because right. at a certain time, you you could have vicious case of diarrhea and it's food, and it's food poisoning. Do you understand? Right. And it goes both ways. I could be wrong and it could just be vomiting, but I right. think it was a case of both. For them to give him on drip and re- he him, he was vomiting right down to um bile into his stomach that means when you're vomiting just yellow stuff from your but your bottom of your stomach the, the, the stomach lining wow. basically so for you to get drip you've gone that deep that means yeah. the bug is in him so he played when he had that bug so that means he, he he had food poisoning and it was still in his system where no matter he couldn't eat anything because like he said he was coming he, 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 he couldn't keep anything down right so he could just even when he's drinking that's why they had to give him iv drip because if he drink it will, it will vomit Come back, back up. up. Yeah, wow. So, so you, you understand, even when you um, sip in water, you have to sit bit by bit. As Even if you want to gulp it. Yeah. As thirsty as you you want to be, as thirsty as you, you think you are, you still got to sit by sip because 
the bugs in there. The minute it fills up your flame, it'll mix and then whoosh. Right, right. Whoosh. So you just wasted basically. So that's why it's on dripping that. So for him to do that and go through that, also that's that that's amazing. Amazing. And amazing. Now, so then go no. So I was just no, gonna sorry. say that's yep. no cause that's why you can truly now if that's his willpower and what he does, now you can see why he's totally upset mm. when other people don't give it their all or he thinks that they can play because he would. Yeah. So I can understand how he sees it now. Right. I kind of understand. Right. And now we get to the introduction of the current Golden State head coach, Steve Kerr. And um, Matt, I'm going to definitely get your opinion on like how he was moving into the Spurs. But before we get into that, it was first to get an introduction of his beginnings in in terms of the background. Um, it was I didn't realize the uh, link that brought MJ and Steve Kerr together in terms of both of them losing their fathers tragically. Um, they spoke yes, about it in yes. the documentary that they didn't really speak about it, which makes sense. No, that, 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 that's that, that's going to bring up a whole lot of stuff. But it was yeah. it was nice to get that type of background in terms of him not being highly drafted him having to work for everything he had leading up into the NBA it was it was nice to see who Steve Kerr was before Steve Kerr if that makes sense you know no it, it's it, 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 you're right because it was only a couple of years ago I found out that that who his dad was and that his dad was assassinated I was like wow yeah, I found man. out about Steve Kerr when he was a coach okay and after he won he won I think um his first one or, or second one right one of, I think it was his first one after he won his first one I found that up about that and, and I was like wow I, I just didn't know that so I, and like people think you know at first I ain't gonna lie I thought oh that's a bit odd that you two didn't talk about it it's something to sort of bond over but yeah, it's sure. not like it's different it's not like if like I lost my granny I lost, my granny just passed and I lost my mum to cancer it's not like I could talk to someone who lost their mum or lost someone who passed right you could talk to them this is murder do you understand mm. both were taken from him like that right. so it's it's do you understand what i'm saying yeah, it's not it's it, it, yeah. it, it, it hits completely different with both of them it's an it's like completely. an open wound really so i can understand why both couldn't talk about it or didn't really because it's a it's not a feeling that you can someone got taken away from you by somebody else not like life took away or or you know you know something like that or a disease or life itself right. this was somebody else still so that i can understand when i when i was it and i looked at it, i'm like yeah i can understand why you you really didn't actually oh because even when steve kerr was talking about him you could see he was fighting back the tears oh and definitely he, he, man you, you could see sure. and even definitely. when his, his mom was talking about it you could see she was fighting back the emotion and the right, tears. Right. So it's it, it, that's something that will never go, ever right, go. It's right. something they've learned to deal with and get over. But it's one of them things where, like, even with me, like, once you hone in on the subject, then it just comes back out. But mm-hmm. If you skirt around it, you learn to deal with it. You get right, what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and so, so it was interesting to see his that beginning and his humble beginnings as a player, and even like, um, like, 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 even like. Him learning his role in the NBA, like like spot on. I was just gonna like, say that. Amazing. It's like Amazing. I do believe, like um, all kids that even you as a coach and you're mm-hmm. teaching kids, right, coach, right? I do believe you want each kid to shoot for their stars. Yeah, meaning shoot for the sh- the highest of highs, and, and, of course, and uh, if right. you reach it, keep shooting. Right. So I always believe that, right? I always right. believe that they should do that. But once you get somewhere, or you get like the NBA, you have to define the role and know what you're best good at. 
Right. And that's what I loved about Steve Kerr. Yeah. And and, 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 and Paxson. Yes. Both of them. Paxson as well. It's, yeah. it's learning where you can fit in right. and being the best that you can be right. at that. And, and and that's what's important. But yeah, lo- loving his humble beginnings, how he started yeah. off, yeah. how he worked out, how he worked his way up. You know, drafted by um Cleveland. Yep. Yes. And he was behind Mark Price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was behind, drafted by Cleveland, behind Mark Price. Then he got, um, where did he get? I can't remember where he went from there. I'm not sure if he went to Phoenix, but I know he bounced around Chicago. I know he went to San An, you know, um, and, and he, he he came up big because yeah, he's got, what, he, what he's was got he some, like during the San Antonio run? Because he, he got he a chip like with them, a, right? He got a few. Okay. He's got like he got two chips with us. Oh, he got right. five rings as a player. Three with Bulls, two with Spurs, and the rest of his rings came as coach. So he was a great other for us. Knowing his pedigree and where he came from and know what he does, real happy with Enhanced, him. yeah, I can imagine. Real happy. Um, he was that player, like, he was, as they like to call him, others or role players, right? He was that, and he didn't do much during the regular season. You come on and shoot nothing, but during the playoffs, he came on at one point in time and hit some big shot for us. Nice. Big shots for us in that 2003 final. Big shot for us in 2003 and five. He came up big for us. So he earned him rings. He was a big time player. Big, big fan of Steve Kerr. Okay. Big fan, big fan of Wicked. Steve Kerr. Wicked. Because it was, it was nice to see like when he got um, introduced into the Chicago Bulls, he had Paxson to look at. And that's something that you touched upon in our previous podcast in, in terms of it's, it's important. Well, it can go two ways, but it's both when both sides come together as one in terms of you've got that veteran who wants to teach you the ropes, but you also have to be willing as that young guy coming in to, to, to have open ears. And the both of them came together. And again, it was nice to see Paxson being that role player for Jordan. And then when Paxson was coming towards the end of his... Um, playing Steve Kerr was able to fit that role and compliment Jordan brilliantly I mean obviously there was there was stumbling blocks like there was a few times where he would miss a lot of shots and put a lot of pressure on himself and I love the fact that um during the timeout um MJ was speaking to him because his thought process was during this inbound I'm gonna suck in a double team and I'm gonna kick it out to you to hit and he was telling this to Steve Kerr during the timeout but because everyone the cameras are on MJ during this timeout he's covering his mouth and kind of whispering right Steve Kerr when I get the ball be ready I see because like, yeah yeah I'll be ready just like <laughs> shouting it like televising it to the whole yeah. world like I love you that you didn't realise yeah yeah, yeah that's, so that's cool. famous now yeah um, Steve Kerr because you have to remember as role players like you're saying like like you have to be paused to thought like you're a role player. You're lucky. You might get three shots, and they might be three big shots. So you don't want to miss any of them. Do you understand right, what I'm saying? Right, of course, so of course. I can understand that. I, I I can truly understand that. And back to what you're saying about um, it comes down to the kids that come in are too much. I've already been here. It's because you gotta come in and like like there's certain players. Like, for instance, Paxson and Steve Kerr. A rookie might come in, look at Paxson, like yeah, you got three rings, but that's Jordan, not you. Do you understand mm. that attitude? And that's not going to get you far where you have to want it to come in and like, oh, wow, that's John Paxson. You've been in the league how many years? Ten years? You're a ledge. Right. What you know I want to know can teach me. Even though right. you might, even though on your worst day, you can give him 50. Doesn't matter. Right. Right. Doesn't matter. The knowledge he knows. Yeah. 
years he's been in the league where right. to go what not to go how to be around even even you can imagine that first time when Jordan might have berated um, Kerr right yeah. and Kerr fell away Paxson could have come around and put his hat don't worry Da, 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 da. This is what you do, da, 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 da. Right. You need that. You need that guidance. You understand? Mm-hmm. You need that somebody to come and help pick you up. You understand? Jordan might not be there. He, that's not his job to do that. But that might, like, you heard with Pippin. Pippin's a softer leader than Jordan. So when Jordan will rah, 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 and scream at you, yeah, and then leave and go home, before you leave, people are like, yo, yo, oi, yo, don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Just focus, just, just, da, 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 and give you that reassurance before you go home. Don't worry, it'll get better. Right. And you understand? Then you're gonna feel like, oh, cool. It's not. Ju- you understand? Mm-hmm. You need that. It's needed. It's needed. So you have to be willing to learn as well. You right. have to be willing to learn. But yeah, that was idea that he came in and he saw Paxson and he was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna pattern myself off you and try and be the best Steve Kerr Paxson I can. And you saw how that worked out for him. Mm-hmm. I just want kids to learn that of the day. It's like, it's. Don't get me wrong. I don't like. Like I keep saying, I want every kid to shoot to be Russell Westbrook or Michael Jordan. But once you reach there, you're gonna to have to learn your level and learn which direction to go and accept your role. That's the most important thing. Kerr accepted his role. Right, right. And w- one thing I love when um, just uh, I like how Reggie took the loss because it was just pure prof- professionalism. And I loved how at the end he was like how, you know, R- Reggie stated that the Pacers was the well he felt that they was the better team but you can't beat championship yeah. DNA and experience that the Bulls had you know so that was that was absolutely well said man because I'm, yes, I'm yes. telling you I think it was who did I get this quote from I want to say it was um, oh gosh what's the player out of Duke that's a commentator on um, ESPN um, oh my goodness Terrell Langford um, um, Danny Ferry and he's bold um, oh my gosh what is his name and he had a motorcycle oh, accident oh, oh um I was just watching him you know um oh my gosh his name I know point guard out of Duke he, he's Chicago Chicago yes guy. he drafted by Chicago um Williams Sam Williams Jay Williams that's it Jay Williams said that you know there's, there there's regular season teams then there's mm-hmm. playoff teams, you know, like there'll be yes, some teams yes, that'll yes. be that that'll look good in the regular season. Then you have some teams like your Spurs, you know, that are Listen. playoff teams, you know, and that's what Reggie was pretty much stating that they just had the playoff experience, you know, which 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 really helps because like I'm I, I'm seeing some players saying like, well, they don't really get that. It's in terms of, you know, long story short, there's yet yeah, like you have to realize that. During the season, you'll be able to run a few plays, inbounds, get to your spots and score. In the playoffs, they are they they know your every move. They know your backup plan. They know plan C and D. They know yes. individual scouts. So you're not going to be able to get to your spots. No. And there's sometimes where it's just going to have to be isolation. And you know what? Scrap the play, get to the basket and score by sure will. So that's the difference of a regular season team and a playoff team. Yeah, yeah, because um, in a regular season now, yeah, like, 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 you know, East West is West now. You, you, you know, and even in regular season, you might see each other four times a year, but you might, I might play you, like I've seen Spurs play Lakers now four times before Christmas. 
Right. And then that's it. We won't see them until playoffs. Or you might play them different times. So you don't really scout one another. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you do a little bit, but you got, you know, you're playing every other day. Right. In playoffs, you scout every person, everything. He likes to go left, he likes to shoot right, he right. likes to dribble left, he only you know everybody's move, you know what sets they make. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows both teams knows everything. That's why they say great coaches like Pop and other coaches because then man they can change things on the fly like that instantly, and you right, don't know right, right. instantly or put in a play here but like you said everybody knows everything right. you know what sets they're running what screens they're there's certain players that have high IQ like LeBron and um, other players that mm-hmm. can read call signs and know what straight sets away. straight away Chris Paul um, Patrick Beverly right. who might call a set oh Da, da, da. Oh, he means he's doing three down now. Yes. Literally, he could say, Rondo, Rondo's, Rondo knows it all. Mm-hmm. No matter what you say, what what code you give it, he will look and see. But they're shooting games. They'll go down and watch film and film. Yeah. That's, they're, they're old, he's like old school. Young right. players ain't sitting down. They're watching film, but it's like film sessions an hour. By the time it's 10 2 now, yeah, they're thinking, oh, okay, damn, 10 minutes, I can't wait to leave it. Exactly. That's what right. his mind's running to, you understand? Right, I'm right. going to hit the gym, I'm going to get my shots up. No, not, not everyone's a student of the game like that. Mm-hmm. Just not a student of a game. Mm-hmm. Can't read it like that. Right, right. And one thing that they touched on, which I like, and I got this from my mentor, shout out to um, Coach Hugh, and something that I preach to my players is the ability to be present because there's sometimes where not just in basketball but in life you're physically here but mentally absent you know and and mj had the ability to be physically here but mentally present also in terms of just focusing on this moment like what does this moment need because there'll be times where you know i i kind of make the differentiation between you know a, a good player and an average player, an average player will turn over the ball or get fouled and focus on everything that they can't control. You know, whilst they're running back on defense, they're, they're thinking about how did I miss that shot? And they're not present. Whereas the great athlete player person is able to forget about what they did and just focus on, okay, I've turned the ball over, I've taken a bad shot. What do I need to do now in this present moment? Whether that's getting back on defense or marking this person or calling out who people are marking. So MJ was absolutely great at that. And one thing I absolutely loved was during the downtime, you know, everyone's doing their half court shots and MJ's just there listening to his music and, you know, he's just vibing. And then with everyone trying to make that half court shot, MJ just steps on the court and I knew, yep, he's going first time, make it go on. He just gets the ball, half court shot, bang, makes it first. I'm like, this is just a typical MJ. Even when the teammates are just joking around the half court shot that every team does, MJ's great at that. It's like, come on, man, come on. Yeah, they're all taking it, all missing. He just takes up calmly, sitting up here and just bam. And you can see even with that, before he, you know, as they all line up, taking a shot, you know. See, he took a bet with somebody. Mm. He, he understand. Okay, I see. You, you, you yeah. know. Because right. even when he won, you see him look at um, Burrell and, woo, he did that sound. Woo, look at Burrell was like, where's my money? Right. <laughs> he didn't right. just say it. He just, woo. And I'm like, you owe me 100 laps or da da da. But yeah, MJ, MJ it, it just seems that he competes in everything. Like you said, to be present and, in, and always be in the moment. You know, you know, there's certain players that do that, but you see that like um you'll be watching the NBA yeah, and then 
that player who's in the moment will get a call like this. Oh my gosh, to lose the ball and then to hustle right back and get back the steal. What a great play. Yeah. No, yes, it is a great play, but more right. importantly, that player was in the moment. Yes. You understand? Yes. And that's what we you see. When you see sometimes um, if Jordan get a steal or a steal happens to the team and then LeBron does that chase down block, he's right there in that moment. Mm-hmm. He was already set. He was already set to like, I'm going to alley you. Gosh, damn. Right. Okay. Right. What can we do to now make up this turnover? Even right, right, him, right. I'm about to run this down now. Right. So he'll run and chase down block, right. even though he didn't turn over the ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or he might not have missed a shot. But what can we do to eradicate? You know, to, to, to rectify this and bam, in in that moment. So you're right. It's to be in that present moment. Right. Right. And now this is something I did not know. This was hilarious to me. Puzzling. I was befuddled, if I can mm. say. Um, I mean, it's one thing to do this during a regular season, which we saw Dennis Rodman do. But to do this during the playoffs, where people are putting their bodies on the line, people Listen. is... Listen. This is at the point where you're supposed to be locked in. Not that many teams make it to the playoffs, okay? You've been I blessed to make it to the... How does one take a break to be on WWE and he's hitting people up with a chair? And I was like, I was so surprised. Well, surprised at first. Afterwards, I was like, okay, it's Dennis Rodman. Typical. But like, he just didn't. Whenever he wanted to get away from the NBA and do his own thing, he got away. He did his own thing. I couldn't believe it. It's, It's because like, it happened, right? And then time I was watching wrestling hard, you know, W at that time it was WWF, which mm-hmm. is changed to WWE. Right. And you had um WCW Nitro. Yep. So it was Nitro versus Raw. So right. I was somewhat intrigued. So you'd hear it, mm-hmm. right? But I remember wrestling was um I used to get it went um live raw. It was the tape delay. So you'd hear it and then you're like, okay, I'm about to watch that. Mm-hmm. Could you understand what I'm saying? Because right. I would hear it happen. I'm like, okay, okay, when is that on Saturday night? Okay, I'm watching that. So you'd watch it afterwards, but hearing it, I was like, wow, wow. But I didn't, it was like, he went and did that. I was like, wow. But it it weren't like, um, to me, it was like, you know, because when they play playoffs, you play Monday, Wednesday, Friday kind of thing, or sometimes it's Monday, Thursday, they, they stretch it out in the playoffs, right. right? It was in between their, their stretch moments. So, and it was like, he went and came back. It was not like, he was, so I was like, wow. But then Dennis is Dennis. Of course. So you know, so it, it shot me, but but yeah, I completely forgot because after that, after the playoffs and everything happened, he actually fought Carmelo in WCW. Hold on, Carmelo was in this yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they they tussled a lot in the um in that. Remember this this thing is Jordan documentary, but in that playoff finals, I remember this is their second year. So in the two years, they tussled a lot of pushing. You remember you saw when yeah, um, Rodman trip. You, you saw that, saw that yeah, right? Yeah, that little that led to them signing both signing with WCW and fighting. You had um Rodman and Hulk Hogan and Karl Malone and Dan- Diamond Dallas Page. They're fighting what each other, wow. but. Carmelo, Carmelo looked like a wrestler. Yeah, that dude was stacked. He, right. he, Jesus, yeah, yeah, he built like a brick house. Jesus, right. You know, Robin's in shape, but he ain't built like Carmelo. Right. But what happened from what I remember watching it, because they're not professional wrestlers, 
and because basketball's their first train of thought, they they didn't go when they didn't go in. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so meaning that they didn't go, they didn't go to no wrestling training camp. Didn't right. learn how to body slam. So therefore, they stand around pushing each other and got booed a lot. Okay. So they went off hype. They didn't figure out they, if they had finished with their NBA career and they was like, "I'm going to do this wrestling for real." I went down to the um, I forgot what they call it, the dungeon. Not they don't call it a dungeon. It's like a D league of okay. wrestling. It's, okay. it's, 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 it's not a, it basically it's where you learn your craft right. you have to go down there for six months or for a year or you know because you, when you wrestle you have to it's like if I'm body slamming you you're trusting me to not hurt to not you. hurt you, you right, right, right. right so when you see most of these moves it's, it's trust factor yes. so you've got to learn a lot of stuff basically it's right. entertainment but you have to learn they didn't do none of that they just learned this okay you look, you look met in the finals you really don't like each other Put you with Hogan, push each other, make the other two wrestle. You understand? It's just a money making thing. Right. So, but it didn't go down well with wrestling fans. Right. Because they're expecting to see something more than it was. Of course. When it was just a sho- it was a quick shoving thing, and then it moved on to the Hogan and Diamond Dallas Page wrestling. You get what I'm saying? The most hype that it happened was what you saw when he came out and he was hitting with the chair. Mm-hmm. That was when it's at his hype. But that's selling. That's for them to sell that event I just described. Right. So you get what I'm saying? It's a marketing tool. But yeah, it was totally shocking. I'm like, I'm like, wow. But but at, that, at, at this time, I'm like, I know it's the finals, but but you know, Dennis. That, that's the only way you could control Dennis. You yeah. Get to allow him to do that. Right. You understand? And right. then here's the true trick: is it's not that you allowed Dennis to do that. You allowed Dennis to do that. Yeah. To make sure. Here's the tr- here's a true trick, and here's a true thing: what I respect with Jordan and Pippen and Jordan Pippen and Phil. To allow Dennis to do that and to not make the teammates feel like they can or get upset that he has. That is the true That's art. That's a true balance, man. That's you understand? Because it, one thing to say, oh, how are you going to control him? Sure. Tell him whatever he do, what he do. It's how you're going to make Scott Burrell, Steve Kerr not turn around and be like, wow, man. If I did that, I'll get sacked. How yeah. are you not going to keep that intact? In order, Do you understand? Yeah. How are you not? And you understand? You got to keep that back. That's the hard part. It's not Dennis. You do you in it. It's how you going to turn around to say, Scott Brill, yeah, you can't, you, you can't drink all night. You can't do that. You, well, well, Dennis did. Don't tell me nothing. You understand? Right. You know them that sticking at you. But what? He did. He went Vegas. He went Vegas, and you're, you're mad at me because I'm late. He went Vegas. Right. Exactly. And he didn't even come back. Exactly. You had to go get him, and you're mad at me because I'm like, shut up! I don't want to hear nothing. Right, right. And right. they have every right to be like that because Dennis did do it. Of you course. Understand? But it of didn't course. happen. We didn't. We watched the whole ten episodes. Never happened. Mm-hmm. They all were like, they all had that same attitude as thing, and they, like, they could have picked a point and been like, hold on, what's going on here? And, and even the man who's get, hold on, he get paid how much millions? I don't. Yeah, I, I got a, I got a, I got a buckle down yet. He can go Vegas, and as much as this documentary is what it is and, and what they wanted to show, is that all? Okay, you're trying to say that year he went Vegas and and he went wrestling, and that's it. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> if you want me to believe that, sure. Right. That year he only went to Vegas and wrestling. Sure, and, and this is a guy that knows every so often I need to brought off some scene and me be me. That means. Vegas was the one where he truly they wanted to talk about. There was other times that weren't documented. You know, in their time off, the cameras ain't following him around, so he mm-hmm. went and did what he did. Right. You understand? You know, he came back a day late. Even when they, even when they came back and he came back, we didn't see him get hit up with the futons or get. We just see them train back to training, so we didn't see him get ridiculed or get shouted at or talked to a certain way right. when he came back from wrestling. We just saw mm-hmm. him being there. 
so, so see, yeah, and he's yeah, Dennis is fortunate. Well, two instances. He's fortunate that one, he was that defensive specialist, and that he was able mm-hmm. to separate whatever he did off the court didn't interfere with what he did no, on the court. That's one and thing. I have also, to say. having yes. Phil being understanding, because I'm telling you from now, if he if either what he did off the court impacted what he did on the court or if he wasn't that defensive specialist then it would I I personally feel it would have been a different story completely different story oh yeah 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 you know, nine out of you know that's the one team out of ten, or the yeah. one team out of thirty or thirty-two. How many you want to say that that would accept that? I mean, other most organizations wouldn't accept that tolerance. Mm-hmm. No way, mm-hmm. no way, wouldn't accept that. They wouldn't have that tolerance for that. Right. Not for the way. No, no, no. Mm. Even, I- even, even for when he came back, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you could imagine, all the other players had to answer reporters about Dennis doing wrestling. Him now wants to run out the back, run in his track and run off. You saw it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. everyone else had to answer for his... See, stuff like that would mad other players, as you understand? Right. So there's a whole lot of BS you got to put up with. Right, right. For real, for real. And but, I but like you no, said... Yeah. It's not but like you said, though. That's one thing I give him credit. He might be a party animal, but he gives you 110% on the floor. Exactly. Pure energy. Yes. And not just energy, excellence. Yes. In defense in a rebound. Because they showed you, right? He went wrestling and they showed you the game after. You saw how he All the clips, yeah. You just, saw the clips. Collecting. And this is the dude that went out. And, and, and you could see he done his wrestling and then he went after. And you hear him say, yeah, girls. So you know, he, he stayed up drinking and having sex. Right. He stayed up doing. doing and he still came and did that. So hats off to him, you know, mm-hmm. hats off to him. There's only rare people that can do that. Right. That's a true, true, that can be a true wild man and turn up and give you that true. That's why it was hard for, I suppose, for any player to really complain because when he enters that court, he out, he must really outworks the majority of them. Mm-hmm. Except for Jordan, he must really out, so they can't say nothing. Right. He never lets them down. Right. So, so yeah. And I want to say a big... um. I- the way they ended this was good because the way they finished it, they um, obviously acknowledged MJ being the focal point, but they gave their shout-outs mm-hmm. to crew coach. You know, they gave yes, the shout-outs yes, to yes. all the other players. And specifically, man, I, I wasn't aware of this, but Scotty Pippen, during that back injury, like, you, you could see where he said, you know, he got the ball at the low block, went for a dunk. When he came down, he knew that there you was something really wrong with his back. And for him to still... Doing what he could, like, uh, to, 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 exactly to, to take a charge when your back isn't 100% could be detrimental to not just your career, but could be detrimental to your life post NBA, post basketball. So hats off to him, man, because no, he 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 gave it his all, man. Serious, that was that was an impressive he did. He did. show of character. Know- and like I did, what I didn't know is you could see when now seeing the finals and seeing that he had a bad back and being in pain, but what I didn't know was that he was going back to the back, yes. to the back of the locker room, right? Getting iced down, massage right, to loosen right. it up, come out, play, then it get tight again, again leave, yeah, man. Say, uh, and just and you could see that and like I've had like a bad back, you know, just just like I must have slept awkward and it felt like I had a, you know, and I couldn't move to. So t- so to to run and run, to try and jog, right. dunk, screen, shoot, all take that charges, stuff. Yeah. screen, 
the amount of pain. Wow, wow. Hats off to Scotty, man. You know, because um, from what I'm hearing, this this documentary didn't paint him in a bad, in, in a good light, and it didn't. You know, from what from what you know, you watch the documentary as a totality, and you look at Pippin. First of all, you're gonna be like, he's he's, he's cussing out the GM, mm-hmm. yeah, treating him bad. Two, he don't wanna play, yeah, because they're not paying him, yeah. Three, the headache, yeah, yeah. You understand? And, and and four, this this is the most killer, which I found out. Like I heard Horace Grant speak about it today. Like it's Jordan's documentary, right? Okay, cool. Jordan wasn't playing that year. There's no need for you to show Pippin and Kukoc's beef. Jordan had nothing to do with that year. And this is a documentary about the last dance. So this had nothing. You had no need to put it in. Mm-hmm. Think That's about true. it. Think about it. There is no need. There's no need. There was you you could have easily said da 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 da. And yeah. That was it. And Pippin took him and no, you could have put took, you could have gone to where Pippin lost and that game said they got to the distance final and then lost. You didn't have to show him arguing and didn't and not being a team player. Yeah. You didn't have to show that. That weren't part of the ninety second documentary that year. You dug up some stuff from some old archive. So it paints Pippin in a bad picture, man, which is not cool for the greatest number two of all time. And what makes it worse is, um, love you, Jordan. You know, you're the, you're, you're the GOAT. Of course. Right? But you signed off on this. There's nothing that didn't go in this that you couldn't pass. Right. You understand? You sat down and watched it all, you know? Because I've noticed on all podcasts, you don't hear Pippin coming up and promoting this. He ain't promoted nothing. Mm-hmm. So you know, I've heard like there's rumors that he's not happy, and I understand why because it doesn't paint him in a great picture. Right. It doesn't paint him in a great picture. It doesn't. Right. Man, now this is where the fourth quarter, Michael Jordan makes a great IQ play because he, again, the the difference between a regular season team and a playoff team. Playoff team's got that experience. He knew this inbound because he was saying how they used to run it for Carl where he gets the ball at the low block for him to do damage. So he double-teamed him, gets the steal from um, Karl Malone and a great choice from Phil Jackson as well, not calling a timeout where the team gets a chance to set up on defense, try and counter. You just let them run and, and allow the defense to figure it out. So that was a great IQ play by the great MJ and a great read and feel for the game that feel made as well because that that was a pivotal point very very pivotal point oh it's a great because because you have to remember opposite him was um the great jerry sloan mm-hmm. coach for 20 20 odd years with utah you right. know Carmelo and john stockton they made the playoffs they played together what 18 19 years and made the playoffs every year every year so so that was a smart play but yeah like jordan said um you know that's the play they ran, and he he, he done it, and, and you know they ran it a couple times already. Plus he said, you even when they ran the play in slow motion, you could see Carmelo literally didn't know he was there. Yeah, legit. When he saw the, when he saw his when he saw his teammate run up the floor, he assumed Jordan wasn't far behind him. Right. So he turned it. He understands. So he focused on who was trying to get the ball from him now, and then Jordan just came, swiped the ball, boom, up, and then. And then the last shot, you know, the no last push off, shot. 
no push off. And, what were your thoughts on Russell? that? I'm, I'm curious because I I know about the last shot. I mean, I've got that picture mm-hmm. like saved. Like that shot is 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 historic in itself. When I saw it, I think for me it wasn't because he was already like Emily said, his momentum was already taking him yeah, that way. Yeah. You know, so for yourself, was that a foul, a push, or you just don't really make that no, type of no. call, really? No, don't make that call. Like Richie, just like Richie. Don't make that mm-hmm. call. Not, not, not there. Not there. Don't right. make that call. Plus, plus, on top of that, I didn't know that Blair and Russell run up his mouth. Oh, man. MJ come around and, it, and it's like, hey, hey, why are you retire? Yeah. Give me I some points, you. man. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, you just, now you know why that, now I know why it happens. Karma. Karma. Right. So there weren't no push off. Your momentum was already gone there. It weren't a push off. Reggie was more of a push off than Jordan. And Jordan mm-hmm. didn't say a word. Mm-hmm. A word. You didn't hear Jordan say, man, he pushed off on that shot. Right. No, right. No, no. Right. No. He might have thought that, but he didn't make the public. We don't know that. He might personally think that. Like, if right. we ever met him and we talked to him, he goes, Of course he pushed off. Of course. But he ain't going to tell the world that. Right. Yeah, you understand? So, therefore, he's not going to, he's not, not a spoiled person like, Wow, the greatest MJ's morning that Richie pushed off on him on that shot. You understand? No, 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 no. Man. So, so, no, I didn't believe that. You know, it was, it was surreal. Like, um, I've seen Jordan. Make many shots, and like, even though that was his last shot, yeah, I don't think that was his greatest shot. It was his last shot, and I liked it, but it felt it was. I remember watching it, and it was surreal. Like, personally, I was never a Utah fan, I respected okay. Carmelo, and but I'm not you guys. So, them two's last, them two last finals, not my favorite, right? Not my favorites at all, not my favorites, not my favorite. So, when he okay. took that last shot, it was like, oh, okay. Okay, cool, cool. You know, you lot have won it and that and that. But at that time, like I said, that's when it came out and it was like, you know, Jordan's last year. And I was like, mm. for real? For real? For real? I couldn't believe it. And then um, the following year, like, I was... The following year, like, Boss was on TV and the next year it was meant to be on, like, um, Channel 5, right? It was going to be on Channel 5 and it was going to show it. Then the lockout season happened. Then they went and spent their money on baseball, on ice hockey. And that, and that, so, so most of the '99, I didn't get to see majority of it that year. Okay. I just about okay. got to see Spurs win, Spurs win it. Right, man. I'd just say just about got to see Spurs win it still. Class act from Carmelo because one thing I loved was when um they oh, were celebrating yeah. and they're on the bus for Carmelo just to go on the bus congratulate him like humbly and just the mutual respect that Carmelo and MJ had was was just you know it, it just showed the professionalism but just the sportsmanship as well you know it like like that and, moment there was just beautiful and larry bird i love that when larry bird came, yeah came, I was like hey you know beep 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 i love that legend right. love, you know respect that was nice that's why that's why isaiah can understand at least he talked on the, the, the documentary mm-hmm. isaiah i can understand that we didn't see them talk about you didn't see him talk to drexler meet drexler and we see him talk to Pat, Patrick Ewing. So, you know, I like seeing that. It, so, so from what I'm seeing, is like, okay, you don't like um, Isaiah and you definitely don't talk to Drexler. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. them not to take, not for them not to say a word. Yeah. A word. Because even when David Robertson, now looking back and his career's retired, he was like, yeah, Akin Armstrong kicked his butt. You know? 
put him in his back pocket. You get what right, I'm saying? Right. And that was the year David Robinson won MVP. The same year that the first ring that um, Akinogen won, Dave Robinson won his MVP that year. Right. So it hurt, it hurt. And we lost in the Western Conference final. And it, and it, and it weren't like, oh, seven game series. No, Akinogen put him in his back pocket. Before putting Shaq in his back pocket. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the year oh before Akinogen was MVP, the year that he won it his first year with... Um, um, his first year against New York and Patrick Ewing, he was MVP of the year still. Right. Man, oh man. And one thing I loved was the parade and just seeing, like, you know, the the fans, it's not just the players that are champions, the fans, the whole city feel like they are champions, like they was with them every step of the way as well, man. It was it was it was super cool to see, man. Just how just sports can have that that type of impact and influence because that's literally bragging rights like Toronto right now when they won it couldn't no one talk to them like like they was still, champions still. with the team and still. as you said even still so cool cool moment no one could talk to absolutely him. cool moment. no one could talk to him like 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 even like even like say this year the NBA does hopefully touch wood start again yeah Indeed. and we have new champions and we have new champions right See next season, you'll still say Toronto former champions because it was only two years ago. It's not like it's true decade ago. Right. So you'll still say former. It, it stays there for a couple of years. Right. So and the city, Ooh. this is their basketball's first. Oh my gosh, they're still living off the high. They will forever. They'll be living off this high for a little while, a little while. I tell you when it will truly, 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 truly die. When um most of the players that played for the squad ain't there no more. Okay, Like when yeah. Kyle Lowry retires, yeah. say Pascal Siakam goes to a next team after being there for seven, eight years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, 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 no. That will always go down. For them, that will always go down. Just like um, when the Cavs won. Even though Golden State won it, the next year in it, you couldn't tell Cleveland nothing. You couldn't tell that just city gonna... nothing. Sure, this is how I know. Yeah, uh, you and I, sorry to cut you off, you and I are on the same no, page no. in this moment. Which, uh... They say comparison is the thief of joy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of contradict myself and just compare. Which moment for you uh, was more sig- significant? LeBron bringing home a chip for his hometown Cleveland, or Kawhi bringing a chip for a whole country Toronto? Which which one for you was more significant? At the time before Kawhi left, Kawhi bringing a whole chip for. Even though it's a whole country because there's only one team right. for a whole country, but because he's left, no, it's LeBron bringing mm. bringing a chip to my mind to Cleveland. Cause Cleveland, you have to see, you have to look at the history of Cleveland not winning. That that sit that city, Cleveland Browns. That 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 city is notoriously known to having bad teams. Okay. And and don't get me wrong, both celebrations were nice, but watching the way Cleveland celebrated that year. You could tell they was thirsty for it. Remember, Toronto, even though they bought... Toronto is a basketball... What I know is Toronto is a basketball um, city right. in Canada. I know that much, yeah? Right. But Canada itself is not wholly a basketball thing. Man, I'm not saying Cleveland is, but when Cleveland won, every, every even if you are a, a, a football fan, everybody was out. Man, uh-huh. I, I think it was LeBron bringing a chip to his hometown team. Still, right. You know? If DeRozan 
had won that chip and okay, Kyle Lowry. I see. That would that would that would yeah, see. because Rose and Yana Kawhi was like a mercenary. Right. He came in and he left. If he would have stayed, <laughs> without doubt. That's really right. Without doubt. Without, no, if he would have stayed, without doubt. Because I was hearing rumors like for him when they wanted him to stay, yeah, they're talking stuff like this. If you stay, you'd never have to buy anything again. Yeah, I saw talk. that. He was getting some deals, man. That's crazy. I'm talking about houses, food, cars. So you're talking about say he made 30 million say he made 35 million one year yeah he'll spend less than two million that's it that's, that's talking about buying houses cars you remember him imagine he's in toronto and he's going out for dinner you go into that restaurant alone like like say like there's a restaurant right and we might not even like we don't go there but then we hear quiet leonard went don't lie yeah, yeah. The on oh let's go to that restaurant that quiet leonard went so you imagine food oh man Kyle Larry's getting the benefit of that now. Right. You're definitely getting the benefit of that now. Right. You know, him and Drake, they're definitely getting the benefit of that. Definitely. Right. Definitely. right. But, but, yeah, I think um, that, that, I don't know, something about that, your hometown state where you grew up, you know, and then, and then the, the, the fairy tale, you get drafted by your hometown state, right? Mm-hmm. You try and win with them. You try. You, you try, but then you leave, like, I just can't. Then you're going to learn the playbook from Miami and you're like, you know what? I'm going to try one more time and then you do. Do it, that, yeah. That speaks for you. It's different, yeah. I you. hear you. I hear you. To me, to me. Right, right, me. right. Not knocking, not knocking Toronto because the way Toronto did celebrate was amazing. Right. It made me, like Cleveland look amazing and I love the way it looked, but Toronto made me want to take a picket, take a plane ticket and fly. Because I've <laughs> okay. heard Toronto. I've not heard Toronto is... When I talk to people who's been to Canada, yeah, been uh, who well, live in Canada, beautiful. sorry, and, and and who's been Toronto, most people they say Toronto is like London. Yes, I'm telling bigger. you, I'm telling you, it is. And man. from from and, and if it's like London, then I'm gonna feel at home. Yeah, that's why. What you understand? What I'm saying. I'm gonna feel. Gonna feel you're gonna go. It might sound sweet. Why would you go somewhere where you wanna go? Listen, when you go on holiday, the most first thing you do if you're there for two weeks or a month, the first thing you do for that week. Or them three days is become familiar with right, your surroundings of course, of course. and get familiar with the place. Now you go somewhere where you feel familiar already. Right. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. You're gonna enjoy yourself. You're gonna unwind so much quicker. Exactly. And exactly. and not just that the people are friendly as well. There's certain places I've been that people ain't friendly like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same friendly like that. Don't think right. the Caribbean, all Caribbean islands are friendly. No, they're not. Right. I'll be honest, they're not. You have some people's face long like a horse, and they're selling you stuff. And you're like, why are you mad? You understand? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But but I've heard I've heard Toronto's a real nice. So it's just the the fairy book story of how I explain LeBron is right. why I put that above Toronto. Just, 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 just a bit. Because when Toronto won, it was amazing to watch. Even when they were, so the way they supported them in the finals, yeah, to man. have that, they didn't just have one Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park, man. They Jeez. had many around. They had many around. They had more, many of them around. And, and to see the support of it being Ram. Yeah. Ram. Yeah. Regardless of crazy. when they're playing at home or away, right. the support that that, that City gave, Same that energy. team was unbelievable. Right. Like Spurs fans got sport. Because even their last championship, I'm like, you lot are kind of dead. <laughs> comparing it to other teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got five now. You're kind of spoiled. But they came out. They came out. They showed out. I have to say that. They showed out. Definitely. Oh man, oh man. And man, that's that's that is the end of this run, man. I mean, I'm grateful they did it now during the uh, NBA 
hiatus but um man it, it, it was it was an absolute great run great run because it it taught it me a lot about the makeup of mj the thought process the Even, psychology his teammates just everything man it, it was good there's one thing i want to say as well did you notice yeah when mj's mm-hmm. when mj's getting ready yeah to go and play basketball or he just finished he's with his teammates when he's chilling He's in, a, he's in his little... You see that, the, the, the security's office, which is yeah, his office. Right. He don't chill with his teammates like that. Mm. You notice that? Anytime he was chilling and they wanted tickets and that, they had to go into his little into office. Into his office, yeah. To his, with his security guard, who his true, true friends are. Right. So the players at the same time, they might say, oh, they might be moaning like, oh, he was tough and that. MJ never viewed you as a friend like that anyway. So stop moaning. Right. It's like if I came to that team and I couldn't jam with him, then me and him ain't pouring like we're crack, we're, we're good friends. <laughs> we're not. We play That's together, true. but when he wants to jam, he jams it. Them security guard are his brethren. Yeah. Penny up the wall, all them them guys there, they mean a lot more to him than we do. We play together. But then it's like I'm working. So we work together, yeah? Mm-hmm. I might work with you, but when it comes to lunch, you go lunch with the next guy who works in a different department. Right. That's your cold D. Right. We work together, but that's your cold D. Right. Respect that. It's right. like, um, it's, it sounds horrible. You have friends and you have acquaintances. It's true. I'm, I'm some people's acquaintances. That's how it goes. Right. That means they don't tell me everything. I don't know all their da da da. Then right. I have friends who told me everything. That's right. just life. Then basketball players thought that because all of them were friends, they thought, Jordan, no, no, Jordan, you lot are acquaintances. I right. respect you lot. It seems harsh, but you lot are acquaintances. I respect you lot. Maybe if we go along this journey and I respect things and da, 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 you can become my friend and become in this inner circle. And you have to remember who Jordan is and how Jordan is and why he would think like that way. Look at him off the court and how famous he is and da, da, da. His mental is different. Them lot can't look at him as a new guy. Mm. You understand? So seeing that was important like wow you have your own office Jordan they have to come get tickets from you <laughs> you play penny up the wall that's where you jam yeah that's where you chill out you could tell he weren't even comfortable with the camera filming in there right you could see it because he went as he, was, he went as vocal as he was when he was in a locker room around his friends that is really truly his spot right. with his brethren then that's who we consider his brethren you could tell that and I was like interesting interesting they're your bridges these are who you associate with and play basketball and you're friends with but these are your codies friends right. and codies are two different things mm-hmm. people might think that they're saying no there's a, there's a difference right there's a difference there's a big difference big difference i have lots of friends but codies are the ones that will ride and die for you or treat mm-hmm. you like a brother there you go. them ones he treat like a brother you know there what i'm saying but go. um yeah yeah i loved it i loved it it, 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 it enhanced his his aura you know for me it didn't I watched him so I got to see all of all of that I got to see it just took me behind the the curtains for certain aspects of how basketball life is mm-hmm. and, and, and you know how certain things happened and why they happened but I watched all that so it was nice to you know nice to relive and see again but like I said I'm an NBA fan so now you've done Jordan you've done Jordan let's do Kobe let's mm. do Tim oh come on let's man talk about it let's do Wade you talk know about it man I'm, I'm an NBA fan where talk don't stop it. at just him let's, right. let's, let's, let's show the world NBA so that's me personally yeah. keep it going you right. know and if if not let's show if you're gonna you do 90s let's do 80s then let's show magic let's show the Dr. J let's right. show the bird let's show who Jordan was shooting the stars to you know they keep mentioning you hear in this documentary he's shooting to be like Philadelphia you keep hearing you knew about 
Detroit, Lakers. But you didn't see much of Philadelphia because Philadelphia was at the tail end of the 80s. Philadelphia won 80, I think 84, 83, but they had good teams all throughout. Okay. Do you understand? But they died down towards the end in the 90s when Jordan had his come up. But him coming up, you even heard Isaiah talk about Philadelphia and them teams. They were the teams to look up to. Mm-hmm. But, but this documentary ain't about that. So it'll be nice to see documentaries on the great Philadelphia with Dr. J, um, the late, great Moses Malone. Um, um, what's his name? Mo Cheeks. You get mm-hmm. me? There's other players that it'd be nice to know. You understand? It's just right. if they've got the footage, then show us. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. You know, or, 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 or make it make it available for people to just have, like, like a library. Like, I know NBA's got the NBA TV. Yeah. But how I vision it, it should be like a library. You go to library and you can go to whatever section you want and pick up whatever book you want. Up, yeah. That's how NBA TV should be, like the streaming service, like Netflix. You you click on it, then boom, 80s games, oh, library, 80s yeah. documentaries, 90s. So you can just pick apart and learn all yeah. the history and fill up with all this lovely knowledge just out there. Don't yeah. make it so hard and yeah. make it so... I love it that it's to now, but you can't always be now, now, now. Because right. then you're going to lose the patience of the past. That's why people are like, wow, Jordan, if you had this available, not just YouTube. YouTube has YouTube's great, but it's unorganized. It's not catalogued. If right. it was catalogued and organized, you could be like, tonight, all right, I'm going to watch a 30 for 30. All right, let me watch 1980s, Jordan in the 80s, 86. Let me see how you're playing in that game. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Right, you know, or if you've just got highlights, then just have your highlights package. It is in the 80s highlights, da 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 da. But they've got games. I know they've got this stuff on archive. They should. I just don't understand why they're not. To me, that's how NBA TV should be. You should yeah. have a history part of it. Click into the history and have the 60s, the 70s, and as m- all the footage you've got on the 60s with um, Wilt Chamberlain and that, have it there. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, have it there. All the games, all the footage, every single thing, have it there. Mm-hmm. Search out people who have them on video, who's uploading on YouTube. Don't cut them off. Search them. Buy it off them. Create this knowledge so people who are watching basketball can go up and see and make it, you know, it's too hard to access. It's very too, like right now, in England, you love NBA, you better hope your mum has money. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hope she has money to get Sky. It's true. If not Sky... Then you got to get NBA TV. If not, better hope you have um internet and then be yeah. watching old games on YouTube channel. Right. That's too hard, man. Yeah. The game won't grow like that's just too. It's like like that's too. It's like even. Okay, don't get me wrong. Over here, the Premiership, yeah, it's on Sky, right? But FA Cup is on Nash is on normal TV. Normal TV, FA Cup, League Cups, especially the finals, normal TV. Right. Plus, normal TV has a highlight show. We don't even have a highlight show on regular TV. True. We don't even have a highlight show. So like the English game will never go. So it's, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of hurtful as a basketball fan. But what yeah. can we do? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> nothing we can do. It's true. You know, nothing we can do. Nothing we can do. Oh, man. This was this was absolutely fun, man. Just to watch it and just go to the review about it as well. That's what I have to say. Shout out to you, Sean, man, because this has been nah, nah, absolutely nah, amazing. Because it man. was... It was fun in the sense of I like the dynamic because it was in terms of some of the stuff I would hear about and um, get the research on watching this documentary whereas for you it was a case of um, 
reliving certain moments because you was able to see Jordan play through the little clips that they would um, allow you to see. So this was absolutely amazing, man. Now, this, this is something where I can, you know, when I have my kids in the future, like, and here, so why was MJ so great? Okay, give you this, watch those 10 episodes, and that will give you the full image of not just no, MJ, <laughs> but the greats alongside but, but, him, you know? Like I've, like I've been saying, I have a hard drive of basketball documentaries on there. Go. And, it, and I've got I've got 30 to 30s on Reggie. I've got documentaries on Isaiah, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Dr. Mm. J. So I have certain ones. This will go into that. I have doc. I, if you say Jordan documentary, there's like eight. This will just go with it. He right. has many. He has right. many. Don't think there's none. He, this is the most revealing of all he's ever done. The okay. most revealing. That's why people have been saying the best part. Personally, like I said, the one I truly, 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 truly enjoyed was Dr. J. And mm -hmm. I never watched him play. And that's a massive impact he had on me watching it. And I never watched him play. When I was watching basketball, he was a legend. He's that guy, for the listeners, who who's Dr. J? Julius Irvin. The guy with the throw. Number mm -hmm. six. Philadelphia 76ers. High flying, yeah, the man. guy with the throw. The guy who dunked from the, the, the you know Jordan dunked from the free throw line? He wasn't the first. Mm, Judas talk Sermon. about it. Judas Sermon was the first. But but that documentary I enjoyed, but there's many. But I had all the ones I I got, I had to hurt I had to search for. Right. I don't think they're really available. That's right. just hunting and searching and, and, and getting it the worst where you shouldn't be able to, you know. And right. that's my willing to look. It shouldn't be that hard. That's, mm -hmm. what, that's all I'm saying. It shouldn't be that hard. Right. It just shouldn't be that hard. But uh, right. yeah, uh, I, I, I did read it. It was weird. Don't get me wrong. Like, um, like I'm saying, like when we were watching it, there was parts of me that wanted them to stay. You know, when they jump back, like when they're in 97. Yes, and the timeline. Yes. And they yes. jump back to 93 timeline. Yes, this yes. Time, I wanted them to stay in that timeline because I'm reminiscing that timeline. Yeah. And what was nice, they did really good on the soundtrack. Yeah, the music soundtrack to the backdrop. Mm. Each era was the right music for each era. Well yeah, done, when that KRS one drops, yeah. step into the yo. When that <laughs> drops, oh my gosh, there's certain tunes, but when that one dropped, man, I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> it, it plays music from that era. Okay. So, yeah, that 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 was dope. That was dope. The, the, the whole documentary was dope. It's the one that it's the longest. Not like, like most of the documentaries I've got are their hour, their movie, maybe movie length. Okay. An hour and a half, 45 minutes. Some of them right. are half an hour, 20 right. minutes. They're not that long. Not all of them are long. Mm -hmm. This is the longest one I've ever watched. Ever, ever watched. It's the longest one. So, yeah. Yeah. The best? I don't know. I don't know. It, it takes... It's the best in a sense of yes, because it's the best documentary about basketball behind the scenes that you would ever see. Right. Like, the, the rest of the documentaries I have are clippets of them playing and former players talking on their behalf or they're talking on their behalf. There's no camera that was filming them at that time, yeah? And then 10 years later, gonna show what happened. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right, That's not right. the type of documentaries that are made on players that are great. Mm -hmm. You understand? They, they, they just they just gather a lot of um, archive footage of players when they played here, where they played, what they said here, interviews, put them all together and then interview the person and then fit it all together and then put out the documentary right. with other players talking. This one was different in the sense of you had other players talking. They went back and did what I was talking about with archive, like in the 93, 92, and 91. Plus they had a running current archive okay. footage of that season, which right. no one does have. Now, 
you're gonna have it now in the future somebody somewhere or some star coming up is filming himself now or gonna film himself become big and have his lost tapes mm-hmm. and people will be interested it won't be as big as jordan don't get me wrong because you have to think of it one it's jordan the impact and two is the impact of the climate everybody right. on lockdown the right. whole world is starved of sport yeah exactly. if this was lebron yeah other than me and you and the basketball heads in this community in england yeah really on watching it because it's jordan is yeah. white stretch worldwide global. yeah global yeah, yeah. It's, that's what made a difference if it was any other basketball player maybe kobe it would have stretched europe not, right and maybe globally right god rest his soul but Indeed. other than that it's not giving that stretch you know dirk wouldn't do it timmy wouldn't do it you know iverson wouldn't do it you know what i'm saying no no it's jordan it's mm-hmm. Jordan's reason why the whole world sat down and watched him. For like real. I'm hearing, like on average in America, it's about five, six million per night live viewing. Oof. Netflix is tripled. Netflix is tripled. Everybody's watching it on Netflix, especially if you got you got nothing to watch. And then you come across something that says Michael Jordan, and then what shocks you is when you do watch it, right off the bat, you're like, okay, it's for adults. You know, swearing, da 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 da. I know, and like even when Jordan was like, um, if you're moaning, da da da. And you think I'm a tyrant? That's you. Because you never won anything. <laughs> and I'm like, for real? You're like, yeah. that's you. Because you never won anything. Because like, for real, for real, for real, for real, Jordan. For real. I'm like, don't get upset, Jordan. Don't really upset you. Like, like I said, by watching this year, even when he was really upset, was like, um, if, if 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 you don't like the way I want to play, that's cool. When they don't play then. And, he, and you know, he yeah. said break. I'm like, nah, man. I'm like, getting into that's why I said Jordan man. or Coburn are, are real. Kobe and Jordan are really alike. They are really alike. Right. You get what I'm saying? I'm like, don't, don't, don't get upset, Jordan. I'm like, don't, yeah. don't let them match you like that. No, 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 no. Because at the same time, they got their six rings, yeah. And there's some of them people they're not talking about it, but there's been there's, there's been an opportunity for you to capitalize on your your stardom with Jordan. All of them, Horace, Kerr, Paxson. When I mean there's this signing autographs, do you understand that they, they're gonna forever be a legend in that city? Right. You know, like like I heard like when um Pippin left, when that bull's dissolved now, Pippin went on and signed a fifty-seven million dollar contract for four years with hmm. Houston. Okay. Yeah, he went and signed a contract, St- Steve Kerr. I'm uh, no seventy-five, sorry, seventy-five for five years. That was Scotty Pippin. I think something like that. Kerr went on for five what was it uh 11 million for five years as a role player that was decent mm. so so you get stuff off players look at right. um the deal jr smith got of playing with lebron and christian yeah. thompson got of playing for lebron yeah. you think you, if he went there you ain't getting that money they got no reason to pay you if lebron says yeah i want him there pay him you're gonna pay him right completely completely but yeah yeah love love like right. i said my thing my thing is I would have loved it to be like boom you know like like imagine like imagine um imagine it imagine this imagine this story yeah coach D the what if story of Derek Rose oh imagine what are you doing oh my god Imagine oh, that. Imagine oh, that. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh man. On that level. And to see his because remember, people forget he's the youngest MVP. I'm ever. talk about tell him Sean. People don't tell realize him, people don't realize he's oh. the youngest MVP. When he was at man. his you don't realize 
before his injury. Oh my god! Yeah, there was bro. two teams coming out of the East. Tell him. And you didn't know Come who on, it man. was. It was either Miami or Chicago. Yes, Chicago sir. Chicago was ready for them, yes, you know? Yes, sir. It was Rose. You had... Chicago was... Listen, Lou Aldan. Don't yeah, think LeBron Tosh was... Gibson, they're going to walk Carlos Boozer. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes, sir. You, you lot, Captain Kurt, you lot were ready for yeah. them. If it yeah. weren't for that injury, Jackie Noah, you lot were, you lot were problems. Because as great as that Miami team, it was three superstars. And really, others Norris Cole, Mario Chalmers, right. there's a lot of others. Shane Battier, yeah. he took a pay cut, but, but they was ready to do some battles, right? They was ready to do some battles, right. they did, and that was with Rose injured. Mm. I remember them missing, so imagine that documentary, imagine that one, you know, that'll be a lot, that, that documentary would be hard. That'll be I, I mean, That'll and be I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna be biased and say I think once Jordan left and there was in that rebuild mode, I don't think the Bulls really got competitive like that until Rose was in the picture. I'm just gonna say that I'm gonna be biased because I'm a diehard Bulls fan. So yeah. No, you're right. I remember it. I remember it. There was no point looking at Bulls. Right. Until Rose came, no point. Even when Jenna Rose went there, even when you. Even when you made them drafts, I was like, why would you draft Ed Curry and Tyson Chandler? Both, like, coming out of high school. I was like, what? Right. But okay. Still, even when you, um, Jace, Jay Williams. Mm-hmm. And, okay. But when you got Rose, it all changed. Game changer. It all changed. Oh, all changed. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. You were, it was like, like, um, Rose was the last piece of the puzzle because I, if I'm not mistaken, it was, it was, you got, you got, Dang. Yep. Dang, Ben, Jackie Noah, and Den Rose. Yeah. So you was looking around and I'm like, okay, things are getting interesting. Right. But it wasn't something where I was like, oh, I've got a threat and worry about. But once Rose came, different story. Mm-hmm. And Thibodeau, and you have to remember as well, yeah? You had a young Jimmy Butler. Yes. A young Jimmy Defensive Butler. Prime, yeah? man. Yeah. Listen, yep. this people don't give him his, his props as well, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that that would have been nice to see, to see that a documentary on him. Hopefully, he does get one. I would, yeah. I, it would actually be called the Redemption Story. Hopefully, mm-hmm. he. I want him to actually go to a team where they can contend, but he's needed for them to contend. Meaning that he's coming off the bench, and his 15, 16 points are vital. Right. That's right. what I want. I want him to be like that. 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 No. No. Without his 15, 16 points and five assists on the bench, there's no way we're winning this. Mm-hmm. That's the, the and then the redemption story would have a nice ending. Not that he goes to a team and they win it and he's averaging five. No, no. I want him to be part of that team that wins it, so he can hold his head up high. Like right. even when he like people don't realize he scored that 50 points. You know, I felt like his pain when he was crying. You know, for Minnesota. Listen, man. This, people he don't didn't realize have it anymore, people, man. No, they don't. People they don't, don't understand, I think people man. forget how athletic he was. I'm literally. T- sure, preaching to the choir, man. People don't preaching to the choir, man. This dude oh would jump. Oh my God. Out. Ash, man. I see how you, well. Ash. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, he he he, 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 he was something special. He was oh. something special. So. But he's just like um, he's not the only one. Penny Hardaway, Grant Hill, mm-hmm. their careers got cut short. They're definite like them three. They definite bona fide. See, uh, see, uh, you see, I'm gonna if they didn't get injured. See, this is where now I'm gonna I'm gonna end it there because you've you've um already entertained and I've got a bonus episode 
coming up guys really really soon that I've got in the can right now that my that myself and Sean are gonna do and okay I'll I'll give them this and then they have to listen to the follow-up um episode after that but we've got a bonus episode called the next Michael Jordan and I'm gonna just leave it at that I'm gonna let you guys you know <laughs> run away with it and 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 think what what, what you want to think but that is what is coming up next but mm. man the last dance review nine and ten that is absolutely it man so Sean as always appreciate your time it's big sir pleasure, man. Blessing, blessing, absolute man. legend blessings, Listeners, appreciate your time as well, man. And this is myself and Sean signing out.